evening, denizens of Internet Wonderland. I hope my voice finds you well. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of Internet Wonderland by clicking a like on the Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, a looking glass into logical madness. You can listen to this episode and all other content on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music Podcast, Samsung P- Podcast Platform, and many other platforms, of course. And if you ever feel like giving a line, saying hi, or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at PlaceCheshire. So, it is officially time for all of us who have been wrestling fans for a very long time. You know that this is the season. The road to WrestleMania is finally making its way to Dallas, Texas. And this is going to be a jam-packed weekend of events. Now, we could easily focus in on the independent shows that are going to be going on, but there's so many of them to, you know, just get ready for. But we're going to focus in on the main show, the show of shows, the showcase of the immortals. Now, I can't do this alone because this is a massive event starting with SmackDown on Friday, night one of WrestleMania, night two having NXT 2.0, and I hate that title, Stand and Deliver, and night two of WrestleMania. So, I have some guests with me. First and foremost is my co-host, my ride or die, my hetero life mate, my best friend, my brother from another mother, the man... The myth, the legend, Monkey. How's it going, brother? Oh, what's going on? How about you, Cheshire? Oh, you know, another beautiful night in North Dakota where it's not snowing, not too cold, not extremely windy, and I'm extremely sore from the gym, but, you know, we have a show to do. I I like that gym place. Oh, I'm talking about the the bar. (laughs) And (laughs) our second guest... She's been on the show multiple times already. She is one of the premier internet wrestling commentators. She is up and coming. She has her own Twitter page. And we're still trying to convince her to actually hop on and do a podcast. You know her as Christine. And Christine, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, you guys. I'm telling you, you every time can entirely too much credit <laughs> well it gives me a lot of credit too so but yours I'm, I'm is well saying, deserved at least at this point <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not telling you to stop though you can continue I, I like <laughs> no 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 stop no, seriously stop no, wait, why'd you stop going come on <laughs> you know i don't want anyone to toot my i don't want to toot my own horn but whenever other people's do it it's amazing oh my Exactly. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of a conversation do we walk into here, Cheshire? Come on up. Sorry, this isn't one. <laughs> wow. So this isn't going to be an, an Axel Braun related 
uh, conversation, which real quick, we do have to give a shout out to our Lord and Savior, the uh, bodacious geek, the man that we know as Axel Braun. Thank you, Axel Braun. Yes, thank you, Axel Braun. So, here we go. WrestleMania weekend. As we all know, there's going to be a lot going on. So, I think it's time that we discuss it. So, because, I mean, this is... Okay, let's be serious. And I'm sure both of y'all agree with me. You know, this... They've been building, building this WrestleMania up to be like the most stupendous. Yes, stupendous. WrestleMania. Um, yeah. I'll be asking y'all y'all's final opinion on the overall card. Because, you know, I'm sure that this is one of those moments we're not going to hold back. Yeah. Not by any means. When do we ever? <laughs> that is true. That I is true. Holding back once and um, never mind. Yeah. All right. But first and foremost, seeing how it is Thursday, we do have to start off with Monkey Coconut News. Monkey, the floor is yours. Welcome to Monkey Coconut News. I am Monkey. Well, I got only a couple of things for news this week. Um, the biggest thing that came out of this last weekend, as many have known and have heard, uh, the drummer of the Foo Fighters, Taylor Hawkins, passed away. Uh, apparently, they were on tour in South America, and they were in uh, Colombia, of all places. And apparently, they got a call that there was a patient with chest pains in a hotel, and uh, they got on site, and by the time they got on site, he had already been passed away at that point. Um, so that's still the reports are still kind of coming in. They haven't given an exact reasoning on his passing. Um, I've done some minor research, and the uh, research I've come up with have given kind of a very just so-so report, and the only thing I've seen is a the urine toxicology report to say there was about 10 substances in his body, including THC, uh, antidepressants, uh, opioids, and other things. But again, that's not fully conclusive. And how true that report is, uh, I don't have. So that's the information on, on that news report. Um, another little bit of sad news is that uh, Bruce Willis is apparently retiring from acting because uh, he's a Recently been diagnosed with aphasia, aphasia, and uh, apparently aphasia is kind of a uh, comprehensive and communication disorder, uh, resulting usually from damage or injury to the brain. Uh, sometimes it's kind of a neurological, uh, neurological degeneration thing. So um, it's kind of sad to hear about that. Uh, they they say there are treatments that can make it kind of culpable, but no actual cure for it at this point. So. Um, that's the, uh, bit of sad news that I've had this weekend, and that's, uh, really all I got to report, other than what everyone kind of else already knows about the second slap heard around the world between, uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock there, but that's, you know, kind of was talked about already by Cheshire on Tuesday's 
report there. So, thank you very much, Monkey. So, let us begin. We have to start off with SmackDown because a there is the Hall of Fame, right? There's the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and also the Intercontinental Title Match. Ah, there's the Intercontinental Title Match. I know, surprising, isn't it? It's almost becoming like the tag team titles. Oh, and Jesus you, Christ. You don't even know what's going on with them because you keep, kind of forget that there's something going on. All right. So, Monkey, let's go through the list of the inductees for this year's Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, well, first and foremost, the obvious headliner of the Hall of Fame is going to be The Undertaker. So, after his 25 years in the, the, the WWE, he's officially, quote-unquote, officially retired, um, and he's going to be inducted by Vince McMahon, which is, you know, good on him that he's Vince McMahon's actually inducting him because uh, I don't think there's anyone else that would be more appropriate to do so other than the uh, already passed William Moody, Paul Bearer, so that would be the first thing. Thoughts? Thoughts? So, <clears throat> Christine, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. about the Undertaker being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Obviously, it it was a no brainer to choose him. Um, I can't think of anyone currently that deserves it more than the Undertaker. Definitely, and he's he's been a staple for the company for the last twenty five years through the Monday mm-hmm. Night Wars. Uh, through all the recent things going on, um, and you know, he he was always there for at least WrestleMania, sometimes a couple of the extra shows, and and I know you're, you're not very happy about them, but the the Saudi shows also he he was a big staple in that as well, which oh, is kind of one of those things that I believe that the Crown Prince there really pushed for to actually have him there because I remember seeing one of the reports from I think it was the year before last that he was actually there kind of like promoting the show where they had like a huge parade with a big float of The Undertaker and he was on the float as well. Mm-hmm. But again, that's all because of you know, his bigness in the attitude area, which apparently the Crown Prince still thinks is going on. <laughs> so, so it is due time that Undertaker was inducted into the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's had a very iconic and prolific career i mean we can count down from the moment he you know actually appeared on wwe right back in the day wwf to the wrestlemania streak right the iconic matches i mean hell in a cell the very first hell in a cell you know everything that he's done from his different gimmick changes, even to some of the stuff that he has done outside of the ring. You know, he was part of make a wish, right? You know, he's met with a lot of individuals. So, you know, definitely thank you undertaker for your many decades to the sport. All right. So for sure. Definitely. Yeah. All right, and then the second, um, I guess you can call him almost semi-co-headliner, would be uh, the induction of uh, Leon White, um, also known as Big Van Vader, uh, the Macedon, depending on where you remember him from. Uh, another 
big name that I would say is highly deserving of at least being recognized. Um, you know, he's he's had a big career. He's been in Japan. He was really big in WCW. Uh, the unfortunate thing is that when he did do his WWE, WWF debut, he started out kind of strong, but then he uh, unfortunately fell under the ilk of the, the clique not liking him, so kind of got killed in his push right away. But, yeah, I would say another one that's pretty well-deserving of at least the recognition of being a Hall of Famer in WWE. So, Christine, what are some of your thoughts on Vader being inducted into the Hall of Fame? Like Monkey just said, highly deserving. Um, The guy had one hell of a career. Um, I just, I wish that more often we would see we would see some of these wrestlers get their flowers while they were still alive. Um, I'm very happy for his family. I'm, I'm sure that somebody, you know, from his family will be there to put, to accept the, the, the ring, but it would just be nice to see more of this happen while, before they're gone. Right. Right. And, you know, I definitely have to agree because, you know, one Vader, just like the undertaker is a legend. He's been around the world. He's wrestled multiple individuals of high caliber. He's been in a lot of promotions. So he's definitely very deserving of it. You know, just like Nikki Bella, I'm almost excited to hear his acceptance speech. Yeah, did you hear about that, Christine? Wait, what? (laughs) Nikki Bella was online... And she made the comment about Vader being inducted. I can't wait to hear Vader's acceptance speech speech at the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, Lord, child. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, te- I'm telling you that those fellows, they're, they're very, very pretty, very nice ladies, I'm sure, but oof. <laughs> it, it's the, uh, the, the, the mouth is moving faster than the brain is thinking. Does she have a brain? I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. But yes, yes, that was said. And I knew I had to bring it up because so many people started attacking Nikki Bella for just that stupid comment. You know, I'm sure it'd be one thing if a fan on Twitter said it, but the fact that it's somebody in the business that said it. Well, is she really in the business? Is she? Is she? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, <laughs> remember as as a uh, as AJ Lee said. Remember, technique is not transmittable. That is true. <laughs> as a quick side note, yeah, um, go for it. on Vader, his um, he's going to be actually inducted by Mick Foley. So according hmm. to the, the the list of information I have here, and some some of his uh, accomplishments, uh, three time IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Two-time Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion in All Japan. Uh, three-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion. One-time WCW United States Heavyweight Champion. Uh, 1993 Battle Bowl winner. Uh, three-time CWA Heavyweight Champion. Uh, 1999 Champion Carnival winner from All Japan. And in 1993 Pro Wrestling Illustrated Wrestler of the Year. And he apparently simultaneously held... Three world titles on three different countries at once. 
So again, big, big, a bunch of accomplishments that again showing his his deserving of being recognized at least. Yes, definitely. All right. So uh, I don't like to say it this way, but uh, the next inductee is their their yearly women's inductee, and that is going to Queen Charmel, who will be inducted by, of course, her husband Booker T. And uh, a lot of uh, talks about things on this. Um, was she really a wrestler? Was she being recognized as a wrestler? Is she recognized as a talent? It's kind of up in the air. Um, I would have to agree with uh, Jim Cornette. Um, she she did very good for her her role as the the person, the attendee slash you know manager slash valet. Um, she didn't really have a very long career. She was in. OVW developmental for a little bit. She did some wrestling, but apparently she got injured, and then after that, she just transitioned into the valet role. And he said, uh, and Jim Cornette's words were, "She's a nice lady. You know, I I have nothing against her. Um, she's she she's deserving to be recognized. But if she's if they're recognizing as a wrestler, I don't really know if we can call it that. So." Thoughts, thoughts? <clears throat> Christine, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts about Queen Charmel being inducted into the Hall of Fame? I mean, Cornette's not wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, nothing nothing against her at all. She's fantastic at, at what she did as a talent or, or a manager or a valet or whatever. But the fact that she's being inducted this year and Miss Elizabeth still has not been inducted. True is a shame. Um, if anybody, if any female manager ever deserved it, it, it would be Miss Elizabeth. Right. No, I fully agree. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, Charmel did wonderful as a manager, you know, <clears throat> and you have to think about her beginning. She was one of the original nitro girls. Right. And then she became an actual talent being paired mm-hmm. off with different individuals. I mean, like Kiwi and the, I can't believe I'm about to say this. The f- artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. Who remembers that gimmick? I remember him as oh Prince my- Ikea, but the former, I remember that too. Uh, that that hurt my head, honestly. They, they, they have I think play. that's one of those things that like, I just kind of blacked out on. Because <laughs> I... I didn't even remember that until just now. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only reason why I remembered it was due to the fact that it was supposed to be a Prince gimmick and Prince mm-hmm. Ikea at the beginning, whenever he did it, it was actually a pretty decent Prince homage. Right. But the thing is, it just went a little too to the wayside for me. He got way more eccentric. He's just like, yeah, he ah, did. look. It was Velveteen shiny. Dream before Velveteen Dream. Well, again, Velveteen Dream was just Prince, so or at least trying to be Prince. <laughs> well, Velve- you know, we can actually say a whole bunch of stuff about Velveteen Dream, but I'm not going to hop on that boat just yet. And and as a side note, uh, her accomplishments that were listed on, on the page here were uh, 1991 Miss Black America, former Nitro Girl, and longtime manager in WCW and WWE, most famously of her husband, Booker T. So... So as you can tell, a long, long list of accomplishments. So wrestling. that means that she's probably going to be more recognized as a talent as right. opposed to an actual wrestler. So that's a good thing. Right. Right. Yeah. But my thing is, there are tons of other women that could have been inducted. 
Mm-hmm. There, I mean, yeah, um, Miss Elizabeth. Um, did they haven't inducted Cherry Martell? Have they? Um, I, think I don't they, think they have yet. Have let they? Me, let me let me look. Let me look. Christine, do you remember if they inducted Sherry Martell? I do not, honestly. Um, I will say this is I don't know how many years running me begging for this. China needs to be inducted as a solo act. So, and a lot of people are begging for that, but we all know the bad blood between China and WWE and everything that occurred. So yeah, well they have an award named after warrior and look what happened with him. True. True. And and as a side note, yeah, Sherry was uh, inducted in the 2006 hall of fame. So, okay. So, but needless to say, there's plenty of others that could have been inducted. Well, and and going under that whole, um, you know, never say never attitude with uh, problems with WWE and, and the talent. Uh, next on the list is going in as a tag team, the Steiner brothers, which includes <laughs> Rick and Scott Steiner. So, and as we all know, uh, Scott had a lot of choice words about the WWE Hall of Fame for a long time, and about Hulk Hogan yep, and yep. everyone else, but including getting banned from the from WWE Hall of Fame slash even just WWE in buildings in general, where they have a picture of him at security saying, "Do not let this man in." Now, okay, before we ask about, you know, our thoughts and feelings about this, we already know that this is somewhat catering due to the fact that Braun Breaker, you know, right. the son of Rick Steiner, yeah. is a current star. Right. And in order to keep mm-hmm. him a little happy, might as well induct daddy and uncle. Yeah, that that's a big portion of it. And, and not outstanding of their own accomplishments on their own, ready, but... right. And actually, the biggest thing with Scott was he was the one that was vehemently against wanting to be in the Hall of Fame because he's like, Hall of Fame, where is this? In Vince's head, that's where it's at. There's no actual building, no nothing. So why would I want to be part of this POS Hall of Fame? So, all right, Christine, what are your thoughts about the Steiners being inducted into the Hall of Fame? I'm well-deserved, for one thing. Um, one of one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Um, it's it was very surprising uh, when I heard that. I think that might have been more shocking than finding out that Charmel was going in. Right. Um, just given the the history there, but I my first thought immediately was that it had to do with Ron Breaker. Right. Exactly. So, Monkey, what are your thoughts on it? Well, my thoughts on are again just like with Christine here. It, it is a very well deserved because they are a talent and they've they've been around for years. Um, again, uh, Rick Scott Steiner, having been an innovator of many many big moves, including the Frankensteiner. And um, at one point, I even saw a video recently of him in I want to say uh, a, a classic Texas match where he did an, an actual four fifty splash on somebody. So, yep, uh, it was the. What did they call it? The one and a half superfly. Yeah, something along those lines. But um, as a side note, their accomplishments, including uh, being two-time WWF Tag Team Champions, two-time IWGP Tag Team Champions, seven-time WCW World Tag Team Champions, and one-time WCW United States Tag Team Champions. Excuse me. And singly... Obviously, Scott Steiner was a one-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion, two-time WCW Television Champion, 
and two-time U.S. champion, while Rick Steiner had a three-time WCW television champion, one-time NWA Florida heavyweight champion, and one-time WCW United States heavyweight champion. So, again, they they are very well-deserving. They have their own accolades on their own, but as a tag team, they obviously are were staple during the 80s that a lot of people saw and recognized. And even into the 90s, Scott kind of re retransformed himself, not just with steroids, but, you know, yeah. uh, you know, getting the, the character and everything else from there. Um, you know, well, we can't forget about the Steiner mask. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I, I knew that one was going to come up. I knew that one was going to come up. The, the best, best. You, you know, I had to. <laughs> oh no, I'm happy that you did. I'm happy that you did because either you or Monkey were going to do it. So yeah. <laughs> now, okay. So my thoughts on it, <clears throat> even though this is extremely catering to Braun Breaker, right? It is very well deserved, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. And you know, you know, a good big chance part of this is that only reason why Scott's even going to it is to keep probably Braun Breaker in, in the good graces of of Vince McMahon. Exactly, so they don't kill him on the main roster right away like they've done with so many other NXT people. Yeah, let's not go through that list. That's going to be its own episode. <laughs> but like, quite honestly, it's a very good call. I mean, they've been battle tested. They've traveled around the world. They've had some of the best rivalries in tag team. I mean, them mm-hmm. against Doom. Right. Them against the Road Warriors. You know, the list goes on. Right. And the, and the only place that really weren't really majorly featured, even though they did win the tag team titles, were WWF, WWE. They they, they had a couple runs, but they weren't really heavily featured. They, they kind of got pushed down out of the, the loop after a while to more of the... I guess you can say at that point, homegrown WWWF talent. So that's a pretty common occurrence. So if you look back on the acquisition of WCW, that was a pretty common occurrence with the, the talent that came from WCW as part of that acquisition. Right. And, and that was to, to, to further push the narrative of, see, we are better than them. Yeah, I mean they had some they had some good talent that came out of that, right? But oh yeah, yeah. but it was mainly just to bury the presence of WCW and ECW. I mean, it, it is what it is. I in think my opinion. The ones that not to get too far off on a tangent here, but I think the ones that really did succeed um, from WCW to WWF WWE, it was. It was by no doings of the WWE. Right. It was these people were organically over, and that carried over after the WCW acquisition, and they just couldn't deny it. Fully agree. And then just kind of letting them do their own thing, like Booker T. You know, he 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 made that 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 King Booker gimmick just work for him, and he, he even said, I believe, on like one of the uh, I think it was the A and W or A and W A and E biography. Of, about Booker T that, you know, he, he got to play around with his character some, which, you know, is something that he didn't really get to do very much of when he was in WCW, and then mm-hmm. him being a little bit more comedic kind of gave him a little bit more more feeling, a little bit more life in the character, and he had fun with doing that, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so. And then, the, so. Next. So the last and final uh, recipient of 
at the Hall of Fame is going to be another post-hominous recipient, and that's uh, Shad Gaspard being presented with the Warrior Award. So, um, again, him being not really recognized for his talent in the ring, which is kind of sad, but, um, you know, he didn't really get a chance to really showcase his talent in, in WWE, but um, him being honored with the Warrior Award for essentially sacrificing himself to make sure his son was saved when during that uh, that undercurrent that he was swept away in was mm-hmm. obviously a big recognition and de- definitely deserves to be recognized for the self-sacrifice and you know, him just being a very positive image normally um, and being, you know, just out there in the community on his own after he was done with WWE. I, I remember seeing um, a thing online about him actually stopping a guy from trying to rob a gas station and he, him literally chokeslamming the guy in the middle of the parking lot and holding him down until the cops showed up. Yeah, definitely. All right, Christine, your thoughts. I... It's it's just it's great to see. I mean, he his death was very tragic, very untimely. Um, you wish that it didn't happen, but it's it's good to see him getting his him and his family getting that recognition. Um, and it just it's a feel good moment, and I like it. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I'm I'm going to assume that it's probably going to be his wife and son probably accepting the award. I, I am I kind of saddened that the quote-unquote person inducting him and being presented is, is going to be Daniel Warrior presenting him with the award, which I guess, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So one thing yeah. about it, we really can't fault Dana for, you know, her husband. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Shad, accept, you know, Shad receiving the award, even though it's post-humorous, is very fitting. He does deserve mm-hmm. it. I mean, he was an amazing person in the ring, out the ring. You know, his legacy will definitely live on because there's so many people who have always spoke positively about him, whether it's mm-hmm. his work in WWE and the independence or even his time as a stuntman in doing Hollywood movies. I mean, which his last movie role was actually as a henchman for um, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Oddly enough. He you was watch that movie? <clears throat> yeah, I, I watched it, and that's how I found <laughs> out that he was the final henchman that they beat the hell out of. But, uh, but you know, it, it's still fitting. It's still fitting. Hey, he had a, he had a great role in uh, 2018, though. Yeah. He, he played Muhammad Ali in the, the last Sharknado. It's about time. Oh Jesus! No, no, I'm I'm monkey. But thanks for thinking that. <laughs> God damn it, monkey! Anyways, so let us run down. Well, as a quick side note, this is a uh, very surprising for this year. Oh yeah, go for it. No, um, no uh, celebrity induction this year. At least not listed at this point, which no. is very odd because you know every year they've had celebrity inductions every year, including last year. You know they had uh, Ozzy Osbourne. And I don't know okay. who they had for nine, 2019, but another, some kind of celebrity that was, they were both inducted last year. Right. But yeah, this year, no no celebrity induction this year. At least that I see listed. I didn't even realize that. Um, I will say one one side note circling back to the signers that I just remembered. Um, I do feel like they did kind of WWE, I'm not entirely sure who to blame it on, but somebody there 
kind of stuck it to the signers just a little bit um, when they were just randomly announced um, in the middle of the show without the big video package that everybody else got. Right, and, and that was probably because it was like a last-minute thought process, like, oh, we don't got to tag him. Um, hey, Steiners. Notice they could have put in they, Doom. They could have put in a whole bunch of other people. They still managed within, what, half an hour? No, an hour of learning that um, Razor Ramon Scott Hall died. They managed to pull together a video package for him in the middle of a show. Yeah, that is true. You cannot tell me that they couldn't pull together a video package at some point during that show for the Steiners. So, I think it's more or less due to the disdain that WWE really has for at least Scott. Right. And And that's what I said. I think it was just one last way to kind of stick it to him. Like, we're going to induct you, but you're going to be basically a footnote in the middle of weekly programming. Right. And and I think that uh, uh, the the biggest thing with the Razor Ramon Scott Hall video package was I think most of it's just rehashed from his Hall of Fame induction slash the last time they thought he was going to die, mm-hmm. you know. So cause that's what like all right. the things were like they were like thinking he was going to die, but he wasn't dead yet. They're like, yeah, Scott is a good guy, and you know he he meant so much. He means so much to the business, and you know it'd be bad to see what happens to him if he doesn't get better. Right. <clears throat> right. So like I said, with the with the massive library that they have, that they have fired from WCW, that they had of their own, it would not have been hard to throw some clips together. Right, exactly. With a voiceover. No, completely agreed. Now, seeing how they don't have a celebrity <clears throat> inductee, and mind you, they could always add in one very last minute or have it be a surprise. Let's do a real quick prediction on who the celebrity inductee would be. And Christine, we're going to start with you. Oh, good Lord. I circle back, please. <laughs> All right. Monkey. I don't even know. Well, going off of a couple of things I'm seeing right now, and it's going to be kind of weird because he's a celebrity, but you know, you look at most of these celebrity inductees as people kind of at the end of their career. Uh, I would say one of the, a good possible inductee would be Corey Taylor because he's been highly featured on NXT shows before. Um, he was actually even uh, featured in the that evil documentary series they got going on right now. Yeah. Where he talked about with Kane and Undertaker with the masks and whatnot. So he would be a very, very highly recommended one in my opinion to be inducted. And he is obviously a wrestling fan. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you thought I just one? thought of one. Uh, I did. And it goes perfectly with the it goes perfectly with Undertaker being inducted. Why Fred Durst. I, yep, I had a feeling you were about to say that. Mm-hmm. Fred Durst. With mm. it fits so perfectly. It does. It really does, especially with you know Rolling being the um, the American Badass's song for a good while. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I have a prediction. Oh. Garth Brooks. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. No, I'm monkey. God okay, damn it, monkey. Anyways, no, 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 no. Because I because WWE would do this just for clout. Oh. They would pull something like this, and honestly, it would piss off so many people. 
What if they decided to induct Logan Paul mm. as the celebrity Hall of Fame no. inductee? Immediately, no. Like, seriously, you have to think because immediately, they, no. You have to think because they want <laughs> to be like hip and trendy and look at the Paul brothers. And Logan has been featured in quite a few things. True. And what would get more clout for WWE? Oh, let's is have it, Logan is it really Paul. Clout or more just, you know, desperation? Headline. Yeah. Popping. It, it's headline and popping. He, no, no. It is. And I can see where you're coming from. But I, as, as fictional as, we, as most of us understand that the Hall of Fame is, in Vince's head, I think it's very, very real. Right. Um, and I don't think he would that. ruin, he wouldn't want to ruin his own perceived legitimacy of the Hall of Fame with that. That, and I don't think he has a clue who Logan Paul is. He's like, who is this guy? Right. He's in my show. <laughs> who the hell is this guy? I'm surprised they, he knows who Bad they, Bunny is. I don't He's still kind of going, who the hell is this guy? How do you get on this card? <laughs> Kids like him? Well, pal, I don't know. <laughs> But mm. as a side note, he probably, Andy, he probably thinks he's like the Easter Bunny or something, and you know they had the gobbledygooker, and he probably just thinks he's a friend of his. Oh my god! As a side <laughs> note, after this last Monday, you know, uh, I, I see another potential uh, celebrity Hall of Famer, hmm. Will Smith. <laughs> he was the first person Bel Air. From the hard streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> Look at that slap. That's right. That's good stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> the Will Smith signs on Dynamite Wednesday night. Oh, oh god, I was dying. Okay. <clears throat> okay, okay. Just because we did mention Will Smith, I mean, I can picture this going on just in my head. Surprise match, night two, true main event. Will Smith versus Chris Rock, Hell in a Cell. <laughs> I, I, come on. You know that would sell. You know what kind of match they would have. It would be a tuxedo match. Actually, I thought it would be a sissy slap fight match, but hey, it's you know. The same thing. You know, Chris, you know, we don't have Kenny Omega in WWE, so we can't do that. Oh, my God. Well, he was kind of with WWE for a while. Yeah, true. Before they were like, dude. You, 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 no, you can't wrestle. Yeah. Go away. All right. So moving away from, from the celebrity inductees, because good God. Let's move into the uh, Andre Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. All right. So who is going to be in the Battle Royal that we know of? Well, I haven't really heard an exact list, but there is kind of a potential list I see on line here. So, uh, first of all, I got see Shelton Benjamin, uh, Shanky, uh, Reggie, R-Truth, uh, Mansoor, Madcap Moss, uh, Jinder Mahal, uh, Ivar, Finn Balor, Eric, uh, Drew Gulak. Oh, I didn't know he's still part of the WWE. I didn't uh, know either. I thought he was gone. Damien Priest? Well, yeah. Uh, Damien Priest, I thought I heard. Yeah. Uh, Commander Aziz, uh, Cedric Alexander, 
Bobby Roode, uh, Paulo Cruz, and Akira Tozawa is who I see slated on the list here at this point. So my only thoughts of all these people, the only one that looks like even potential star power out of all them, is Damian Priest. It's the only one I can see on that list. So, Christina, out of the ones that have been mentioned, who's your pick to take home the coveted Andre the Giant gold trophy? I, I think it's going to be Damian Priest, too. Um, and I think that it sets up something between him and Finn Balor. Right. So I'm going to agree with both of y'all on that. But because, you know, crazier things have happened. Which, considering Finn Balor is still the current U.S. champion. Yeah. Which is, he's in this and not having a match on WrestleMania. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it's WWE and logic doesn't make sense for their booking. So Yes. Which, by the way, um, Gulak is still part of WWE. Right. And I was like, I was surprised. He's still there. (laughs) I thought he was gone. (laughs) I mean, we don't even really see him on TV anymore. Yeah. I don't know when the last time we saw him was. Probably chasing the 24-7 title. Yeah. Probably. Right now, it's the, the whole love. Love fest between Dana Brooke and Reggie and Tamina and Akira Tozawa. Yeah, let's not talk about that BS and the engagement segment from Raw because I saw that and I think I threw up a couple of times. As a side note here, of the current seven Andre the Giant Memorial winners, only two of them are still currently with WWE. Wow. And that is Jey Uso... And Baron Corbin. Really? Yep. Wow. Because first one was Cesaro, second one was Big Show, then third one was Baron Corbin, and then fourth one was Mojo Rowley, fifth one was Matt Hardy, and sixth one was Braun Strowman, and last year's was Jey Uso. <clears throat> so is it safe to say that the Andre the Giant winner, uh, you know, the entire Battle Royal, there's a high possibility this person's going to be going out? Well, it's, they're kind of like, they're, they were supposed to be pushed as a next star, but they they either gave up on it or they just were like, screw it, we're done. You know, kind of like with Big Show and Matt Hardy. And Cesaro because... Okay, then I... Oh, go ahead. I want to change my, I want to change my predict- prediction then because I don't want to put the kiss of death on Davey and Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who do you got there? <laughs> Commander is the... You know what? WWE would be the type of promotion to actually give it to Commander Aziz and then push him to the moon just to spite people. Or Shanky. Yeah, or Shanky. I I could see them just picking one of the big guys just because it's the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. Honestly, as much as it probably should be Damian Breeze, just given that the winner is supposed to, you know, kind of get pushed into the into a title picture. I could see them just putting it on a big guy just because. Actually, no, I have, this is my prediction. Oh. Veer Mahan shows up, finally. Well, he's supposed to be on Raw next week. Finally. Oh, he's actually going to be on the Raw after Mania. Yeah, but what if they decide to pull the trigger, have him show up for this battle royal, and he wins it? 
that would make sense. Raw needs the ratings. I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd move him from that. No, I mean, do you know what's going to happen? He's going to show up on Raw just to get drafted to SmackDown. Ha! See, there we go. <laughs> and yeah, that, yeah, that's my prediction. All right, so not only do we have the Hall of Fame, not only do we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, we also have the triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship, which pits the champion Ricochet versus both members of Los Lotharios, Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Humberto and Angel. Is yeah. All, they, are, they, they no longer have last names. Yeah, yeah. What what, what does the WWE have against last names? Or first names sometimes. You know, I, I or wish... Or first names sometimes. Like Riddle. <laughs> Who? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, that's already the first sign of a push kill. All, mm-hmm. we, all we would need is a healthy Triple H just to put someone in the fucking rear naked choke. Oh, pardon my language. Hey, no. I'm sorry. No saying Bellers like rear... Or naked. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. That one F-bomb just... It it was bound to happen because... Yeah, none of this makes any bloody sense. Oh, great. Now you just stole it so I can't use it in this PG-13 rating movie. Okay, I'll tell you what. We're, no, we're no, no, all no, 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 able no. to use at least one time. One time during this episode. Because I know we're all trying to fight it back. And we haven't even went to the card for Stand and Deliver in Night 1 and Night 2 of WrestleMania. But anyways. So, so triple threat match. Yeah. For the Intercontinental title. Because, you know, they want to try to push Ricochet somewhat. They're trying to push him now again? So think of it this way. Putting the belt on him. Having him defend. You know, trying to keep him. I don't want to say relevant. But that's what it is, trying to keep him relevant. Because you know once his contract is up, he can go back to Japan. He can Mm -hmm. go to AEW. He can go to Ring of Honor. He can go to Mexico. His his legacy already is cemented with all the insane stuff he's done in his matches. WWE is going to want to try to keep him as long as they can. Matter of fact, his contract is supposed to be coming up next year. If I remember correctly, I believe so. Because there was a lot of speculation about him leaving, and then it came to light that yeah, his contract was going to be up in twenty twenty three. So of course they're going to try to keep him, even though he, they pretty much re, you know just put him in mid card status. But Christine, what is your thoughts about the triple threat match between Humberto Angel and the champion Ricochet? It makes absolutely no sense to put it on either one of Umberto or Angel. Um, I My prediction is based on my own personal hope that Ricochet retains. Um, I'm severely disappointed that the IC title and the U.S. title aren't showing up somewhere right. on the actual Mania card, even if it is just the kickoff. Right. Um, and that it's ending up on a, a WrestleMania that or on a SmackDown that People are most likely only watching just to watch the Hall of Fame afterwards. True, true. Well, it's kind of like SmackDown is the official pre-show at this point, it seems like. You know, <laughs> they, they got the Andre Memorial Battle Royal, 
and you know they mm-hmm. got this the the icy title there. Yeah. So. What is gonna go on the kickoff at this point, which is like what two hours long? It's probably gonna be just a talking, just like they did at, at the Royal Rumble kickoff show. Yep, a lot of talking, a lot of vignettes, yeah, and everyone making fun of that short little bald dude. What's his name again? Ricochet. No. <clears throat> no, the other co-host on the kickoff show, the one that no one really likes. The one that nobody knows? Yeah, pretty much. That guy. Okay. What's his name again? Can't even remember it. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, dude, unfortunately, we don't pay attention enough to really know your name, so we apologize, but yet at the same time, we don't apologize. And there he is in the corner shedding a tear. He's like, nobody remembers my name. I'm, I'm a broadcast journalist. I'm special. Good. I need more tears. I need to bathe in the in the tears of the innocent. That's a very, very, very small, small bathing pool. Uh, you know, you work with what you got, just like NXT 2.0. But anyways, so <laughs> let us go into night one of WrestleMania. So, so, so I'm assuming we're all in agreement. It's, it's, it's going to be Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, other than the only thing I can see outside of that with with that is one of Los Lotharios winning it, and they become co-champions. Oh my god! Haven't they done that enough? That was something haven't done in a while. So there you go, pal. God damn it, Vince! I told you we shouldn't be doing that. The two of them together equals one man, so that's good enough. There you go. Look, Vince, I know that you can fit both of them into a burrito, but come on, man, that is not good shit. Probably the one of them. He can't. He can't tell either one of them apart. Which one's the champion? So. That one or that one? You mean just like how Vince confuses everyone else that is quote unquote athletic for being Shelton Benjamin? Yes. Yes. There's, why is Why is Shelton Benjamin in here twice? Did he get eliminated ready? <laughs> see, see, see. All right. So it is time to discuss night one of WrestleMania. Actually, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Pause. Pause. Rewind. We need to discuss NXT 2.0. Stand and deliver. Well, technically the same night. So actually it's like afternoon. It's like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, which, you know. It's at noon. Yeah, it makes no bloody sense. But it's WWE. All right, Monkey, let's run down the card for stand and deliver. All right, so so starting off the 10 hours of Saturday... Yeah, um, the first match on the card list here, and it looks like it's slated to be the quote-unquote pre-show match. So, whatever that's going to be. Um, like Dan Houser says, where the hell that is. Um, is uh, Toxic Attraction. So, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane's tag team titles are on the line against the re-tagged up Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Christine, we're going to start off with you. What is your prediction for this match? I'm going to be perfectly honest here and tell you that I haven't watched a whole lot of NXT since uh, they killed off the black and gold. So that being said, um, I think Toxic Attraction is going to end up retaining here. Um, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai literally just shared a, a random hug in the ring on Tuesday. Um, after yeah. not seeing Raquel for how long, um, I, this is just to give them a, 
fan opponent for stand and deliver. Right, and, and I'm, I'm assuming the same thing, and I'm assuming they're probably going to get drafted on Raw to, to ever, everywhere else after that is Raquel and, and Dakota Kai's next steps because they, they really don't, aren't using them on, on NXT anymore, and it, they are... And they've done about everything they can there. Yep, that, that's my, my thought processes. I had processes once. 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 All right, so... My prediction for this match, and I'm going to have to agree with Christine and Monkey on this one. Toxic Attraction is going to win it. I mean, they're the face of women's tag team wrestling in NXT 2.0. You know, they're the they're the it factor for this brand rebrand, whatever the bloody hell we want to call it. And yeah, there's been talks about Raquel going into the main roster for quite a while. And unfortunately for Dakota Kai, you know, I have a feeling that she's going to go to the main roster, but they're going to do her like they did Tegan Knox. Pretty much. That's what it sounds like to me, too. Mm-hmm. They might even bring them both up as if women's tag team. And then after a while, Dakota Kai will, will fade off. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> which they, they should. They should bring them up as a tag team. The main roster needs more women's tag team. True, true. As opposed to the random throw-togethers that they have every other week. It's like, no, these guys are a team. Look, honestly... I.e. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Now, honestly, Rhea and Liv, which we're going to talk about them here after a bit, Rhea and Liv make more sense as a tag team than Rhea and Nikki Ash. Pretty much. Well, Rhea and, and at least Liv have that, that common look and feel to them. And I don't mean yeah. that in, a, in, in an adult fashion, but, you know, in, in style. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, just to make it clear. Um, yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, and, you know it, I, I hate to say it, but it, it's not as, uh, it, it's better than the uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks are thrown together because they're athletic. Yeah. It, which is apparently the yeah. only reason they're tag teaming. Yeah. You know, not 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 because they're both highly decorated champions and have done a lot in in the business. No, no, no. It's because they're athletic. And for those who do not understand what we mean by athletic, we're not going to really mention it right now yeah. because, yeah. Anywho, you you can find enough information on that on the dirt sheet. Yes, just definitely. look up everyone they always call athletic when you're watching WWE. Yeah, you'll get the idea of what we're talking about. Like, they're the most athletic person in this. They're the most athletic. Yeah. Um, they're the athleticest. It's going to be a long list, so you might as well sit down, relax, <laughs> have a beverage, eat some popcorn, because you're going to have a lot of notes to take on this little topic. <laughs> All right, so, Monkey, what is the next match on the card? Next match listed on the card is the Fatal 5-Way Ladder Match for the NXT North American title. Ooh, kinky. Anyways. Yes, fatal. Mm-hmm. Very kinky. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. So the champion coming into the match <laughs> is Carmelo Hayes. No relation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, That's his gimmick name. Uh-huh, sure. It, he is not related to me. Yep. Sure. As many times as I keep telling you, that is his gimmick name. We even looked up his real name just to prove he is not related to me. Just because he happens to be a light-skinned brother doesn't mean a thing. 
I am not light skin. I am a half breed. He is a full blood that just looks like Shamar Moore went a little bit light on the tanning. Anyways, continue. You want to call your Mastodon Zor while you're at it? You know what? I already used my F word for the night. So, <sighs> okay. So, uh, as we said, Carmelo Hayes uh, versus Santos Escobar versus Solo Sokoa versus Grayson Waller versus Cameron Grimes. So, in other words, the um, what was that one gimmick that Sheamus and um, Upside Down Rowan? And Rusev, and wasn't it like the International League, something like that? Uh, League of Nations. Because that's what this sounds like. They pretty much have everyone from different countries. This is a League of Nations match. Well, Cameron Grimes and, and Carmella are both from the U.S. Well, you know what I mean. But anyways, Christine... And is technically from the U.S. too. He's from the Samoan Island, Samoa, America, Samoa. Right. But, Christine, what is your thought on this match? Because, you know, this is supposed to be for the North American title. It's a fatal five-way match. You know, they're, you know, Carmelo currently is the champion. And these are a lot of young up-and-comers. So, what is your prediction on this match? Cameron Grimes is going to the moon. <laughs> Cameron Grimes is winning this. So... That, that is my pick as well, because um, it is a ladder match, and Cameron Grimes is one of those ones who I, I think should be pushed at this point. Um, he, he's the only one now this list of people who is kind of still from the original set of things before the shake-up into 2.0, and other than winning the million-dollar championship, he has not won any titles in NXT, wow. so he, he's been set for a push for a while, and you know just the whole overhaul... That he's ha- gone over, yeah. He he he's he's set up for a win at this point, and just the uh, emotional backstory to it that you know his dad passing away recently, and he wanted to make his dad proud. That would definitely be a good setup for him to either a win the North American title at this point, or b get called to the main roster afterwards. So yeah. So my prediction is, and I have two predictions. Can't have two. There's only one winner, not two winners. Dang it. No, this is not Los Lotharios versus Ricochet. So, anyway, no, the the reason why I say two predictions, because I do agree with y'all with Cameron Grimes, you know, winning. Give me that paper. Stop copying us. But also, Soa. Yeah. Because, you know, him being the cousin of Roman Reigns, the brother of the Usos, you know, they want to keep Roman happy. Mm -hmm. So I could see them putting the belt on him so that's why i say two even though we all want cameron to win right. he is way overdue mm-hmm. but they will i just uh, feel like with the with the amount of heels that are probably going to be winning um on stand and deliver a baby face win from somebody like Grimes would be the feel-good moment that they'd want to give definitely yeah i fully agree it's just that I have a feeling that either they put the belt on Grimes or they're going to put it on Soa. Right, and then move Grimes up to the main roster. Yeah. It's going to be something along those lines. And Or, or hear me out, they put the belt on Grimes and they move Soa up to the main roster. 
to be part of the bloodline because, be, because they've been talking about that for a while too. That would be a possibility or um, this may also be the, the farewell to Santa Escobar as well because he's kind of due for a move up because he is on the older side and yeah. they're trying to keep NXT 2.0 young and fresh. Young and fresh. You know what? As much as I want to say something about NXT 2.0, I'm just going to hold my tongue because I already used my F-bomb for the night. But anyways, so we all agree that Cameron Grimes is going to win. Right. More than likely. More than likely. But let's just keep open mind, you know, secondary prediction, at least on my part. Soa would probably be the next one in line to get that belt. Pretty good chance. If not Grayson Waller, it'll probably be. Because, again, that that would be the ultimate heel heat right there. It's Grayson Waller winning it yeah. because of Sonic mm-hmm. Interference. Yeah. So I have a secondary prediction. Monkey has a secondary prediction. Christine, do you have a secondary prediction? Stick with Cameron Grimes. Cameron no, Grimes. my money is on Cameron Grimes. There you go. There you go. All right, so what's the next match that we can look forward to for Stand and Deliver? This one is probably going to be, I would say, more than likely the match of the night which is going to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. Because um, with this one here, it's the old guard versus new guard again. Um, and the way it was going with Tommaso Ciampa is either a, he's going to be moving to main roster or be stepping out of being an actual wrestler and probably moving to doing more of the producing slash training stuff, if not retiring completely out of WWE. Right. So uh, with all that said and done... Um, this will probably be a, a loss for Tommaso Ciampa, but you know it's going to go off in a in a high note, though at least. So, Christine, what is your prediction on this match? I I completely agree. I think this match is going to be um, kind of a, a love letter and a send off to Tommaso Ciampa, um, and I Tony D'Angelo is going to going to take the win on this one. But I think it, it ends with some sort of. Um, Heartfelt speech from Tommaso Ciampa after after the match. So, I'm going to agree with y'all uh, once again. I mean, we've been on the same mind on most of these matches, pretty much all of them at this point. Right. But I just hope they don't screw Tommaso over while he's giving his speech. Someone jumps him from behind in classic WWE style and send him out that way. Because it would be a complete injustice to that man who has given us five-star matches over and over and over again, has came back from so many different injuries. He's put blood, sweat, and tears literally Literally. in that ring. But knowing WWE, knowing WWE, I just don't want Tommaso to get, you know that one send-off where he starts his speech, then all of a sudden some of the new guard up, jump him, and send him on his way that way because it'd be a travesty. Right. And that's a very valid concern. Um, However, I think they've already done that with him a couple of times now. Um, Back on the black and gold brand, I don't see them dipping back into that well again. Right. And it would be kind of repetitive and... I think that they're basically probably have he'll probably lose the match, and then you know he'll he'll get up you know kind of selling injuries, and you know kind of looking teary eyed, and you know the crowd chanting "Thank you, Champa, Thank you, Champa," 
and then, you know he'll he'll kind of do a, a quick you know chest pound and and then you know roll out after that. Mm-hmm. That that's that's my prediction on how that's going to go. Well, hopefully we'll see that. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> What's the next match, Monkey? All right. Next match is going to be what's probably going to be the the saddest match on the show, and it's going to be carried by only half of the people in the match, and that's for the women's championship match, and it's going to be a fatal four way player with uh, Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade. Versus Io Shirai versus Kaylee Ray. <laughs> and it's happening next. All we need is The Undertaker and we're set. I was expecting The Undertaker to be listed in this match, but he wasn't, so. Oh. Uh, there's never a dull moment on Thursday nights. All right, Christine, what is your prediction for this Fatal 4-Way? It's the second time that I've had to mute myself while I absolutely lose it over here. No, feel free and lose it because it makes the show more interesting. <laughs> um, if Toxic Attraction is retaining the tag titles, Mandy Rose is retaining the, the NXT Women's Championship. Um, I, I, I don't any of the other three being the one to take it off of her right now. Right. Yeah, I, I would have to say I agree on that. Um, as much as I would say, as I said earlier, half of the, of the people in Smash are going to be on this program carrying it, which would be Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Um, I would love to see Kaylee Ray take the title. Uh, Cora Jade would yeah. be an interesting one to take the title, but again, she's still pretty green wrestling-wise. Um, Mandy Rose obviously is still technically green compared to uh, to the other two listed in the match, but she's probably just going to maintain just so they can maintain the toxic traction dominance. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, and then so she'll get set up against uh, who who's coming up at this point here? That um, oh, what the hell is her name? The, the one, one the one girl is with the uh, Brooks and Jensen right now. Oh, um, they're, they're kind of pushing her some, but can't even remember her name. Phelan, something, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Either her or Nikita Lyons is, going, is probably going to be pushed up to against Mandy Rose. You mean um, you mean Thicky Lyons? Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of uh, Sonya Blade cosplay, but, you know. <laughs> you, you mean you mean uh, Big Mama Humps? Or, or as uh, Jim Cornette says, a whole lot of women <laughs> and a whole lot of gimmicks all in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about all her gimmicks. That's another episode. She she's 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 from the country. She's from rock and roll family, but she sings rap. She, she's she's doing martial arts. She's doing MMA. She's doing street. I, I don't know what the hell she's doing. Look, look, let, let, she's got a bunch of catchphrases. Look, let, let, let's just let's just be happy that Nikita is on Raw. Or sorry, NXT two point I hate saying that. <laughs> Mainly due to the fact that it is that nice little demographics boost that the show needs. I mean, God, and how many freaking names have people came up for her, came up for, for, you know, just her being there, all wrestling related? She has names? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> <clears throat> like Big Mama Humps was one of them. 
There was one based off the Big Boss Man. I can't remember what that one was. Um, Big Mama Boss? No, it was something about Big her. Boss Mama? It was something about her ass. I can't remember what it was. All that bass? All that uh, bass? No trouble? No trouble. <laughs> All about the bass. Mama. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So, my prediction on this match. Bloody hell. Actually... Christine, did you have a prediction? Did we already go through the prediction? We already went through your prediction, right? We did. We got yeah, I said Mandy Rose. Yeah. And Monkey, you're saying Mandy Rose as well? Right. Unfortunately, it is going to be Mandy Rose. That's probably going to retain the title because, you know, for some reason, turning Mandy Rose into a raven-haired dominatrix along with her two little pets who think they're dominatrixes is what they want to show for their women's division. God, it just reminds me of like the old attitude era divas. I'm just waiting for them to like do wrestling and a thing of pudding. Well, you know what they're going to do next. They're going to change the title back to the divas title. Shoot me now. Only you shoot me first. You wash your damn mouth. I, I can't. It's underneath my nose and it's so far. <laughs> But anyways, if they... I, I may be a monkey, but my face does not stick out that far. Unfortunately. <laughs> ooh, oh, wait, there's. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. See, almost there. Almost there. <laughs> all right. So we all agree that Mandy Rose is probably going to retain. But just in case, let's do a secondary prediction. Christine, what is your secondary prediction on this match? Who I want it to be is Kaylee Ray. Right. Okay, that makes sense because Kaylee is a veteran. She is very decorated, and she actually knows how to wrestle. And she could run all over that women's division. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, she definitely can. Monkey, who is your prediction? Well, I would say if it does come off of Mandy Rose, as much as I would say I would love to see one of these other two ones get it, it's probably going to go to Cora Jade because she's going to be the I'm sneaky. I'm going to get in there while everyone else is fighting each other because they don't think I'm anything. And she's going to get the pin. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Now, mine is a little personal bias. Uh, And Monkey, you know who I want. Lash Legend? (laughs) Good Lord. Hell no. Hell no. She's not in this match, though, player. Uh, my prediction, my secondary prediction, honestly, I want Io Shirai to win it, but also I know she won't because they want her up in the main roster eventually. Right. And she was one of the most dominant champions of the black and gold brand. And she's beginning to get up there in age, quote unquote, for the women's division. Cause you know, they want them young and vivacious and halfway plastic Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm so sorry. And, and plus, you got to look at the fact that technically Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray are the Dusty Club, the Dusty Club winners, so they still are technically owed a tag team title match. Yep. Yeah. Unless that got somehow negated by them becoming going for the, the the singles title, which I didn't really know how that happened. I just kind of woke up and was like, "Oh, it's a fair forward now." Huh? WWE logic doesn't make any sense. Logic. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, what other match do we have on there? 
All right, so next is going to be probably an interesting match, at least, you know, Clash of Styles-wise. Uh, it's the triple threat, yeah, triple threat tag team title match between Imperium, the Creed Brothers, and MSK. Okay, so before we even go and discuss this, we do have to bring up the fact that there have recently been allegations against um, MSK member Wesley Blake by his... Wesley, not Wesley Blake, just Wesley. Wesley, Wesley, I don't Wesley care. Wesley Blake was a uh, forgotten <clears throat> sons. But you understand what I'm saying. But there's been allegations against him from professional wrestler and his wife, Kimberly, about abuse. And this actually came out this week. So, yeah, it actually showed up on, um, on my Twitter. No, it showed up on Facebook for Uh me. So let's keep that in mind while we make our predictions. Mm -hmm. So Christine for the triple threat for the tag team titles between the Creed brothers, MSK and Imperium, who do you have to win? I honestly don't know. Um, so I kind of got to go with like the general consensus of what I've been seeing lately that the Creed brothers walk out with it. That's a big, big possibility. And that's, that was kind of my prediction as well, because they've been pushed to the moon since they came in and it it is going to fortify the diamond mind, at least having the tag team championship belts, because since Mm -hmm. Roderick Strong is no longer the the North American champion or cruiserweight champion or anything. Um, I don't remember if he's had his match in the NXT UK for the, for the, the match to become number one contender for the UK title. Uh, I think that's actually coming up. So, yeah, so that's another thing. So then that will push towards that as well. And then maybe hopefully I'll get Ivy Nile in there to kill Mandy Rose and have her win the women's title and they'll be great. It'll be wonderful and perfect. I would love that, yes. honestly. Although I do have a little bit of like, kind of a secondary sort of like wild card pick for this. So um, just given that they've been, all of these teams have been kind of being attacked by some like secret team or like mystery team. Um, I kind of think that whoever that is somehow shows up during standing deliver and gets themselves inserted and it becomes a uh, fatal four way and they're, they're the ones that win. That's a good possibility as well. That is true. I do like that idea. Or it'll be. I, I like that twist. Or it'll be revealed. My 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 personal prediction on the on that storyline is that MSK is the attackers because you know they're 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 bitter. Just kind of like the whole thing with they did with the uh, uh, the the bald guys. Which ones? The 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 um, <laughs> lonely orca and um, the other guy. Oh, Danny Birch. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Where they were, you know, playing babyface up, and then they were like, well, we don't know who attacked them, but we'll we'll, we'll tag up with you. Do you want to tag the partners? Like, no, no, you guys do it. I got to take care of them. Like, okay. And then they turned out to be the attackers. Yeah. I could see them rehashing that that plot. Because since they didn't really get to really fulfill very much of it before Danny Burch got injured, and then yeah, everything just went to craziness, and everyone got fired, and fired. Yeah, so... Honestly, my pick, yes, we, you know, we're of the same mind, Creed Brothers. But my secondary pick would be Imperium. Because honestly, with these recent allegations with 
you know, Kimberly saying that her husband, who's also part of MSK, is abusing. WWE isn't going to want to put him in the spotlight. Are you sure about that? You know, good point. Yeah. Because we still have the whole, you know, uh, Jimmy Uso thing, you know, with his... Drunk driving yeah. and... Yeah, true, but... You know, he's protected by the gods, rock, and rain, so... Yeah. The annoyations. Yep. As another quick side note, I just I just had a, a crazy brainstorm idea. What you got? Well, other than, you know, possibly MSK being revealed as the attackers, because since it's quite apparent that a lot of the crowd doesn't really like them normally, you know, as much as they try to show them as baby faces, they, they, they get booed constantly. Now, here's an interesting thought. Because since they're not really doing anything with them, Mason T-Bar. Coming back to NXT. You know... Back as Dominic Dijakovic and, you know... I, and, I was going to say, only if they give them their names back. <laughs> you know... Because since they're not doing anything with them on Raw and SmackDown, and I don't know what the hell is going on with, well, quote-unquote Mace, because they really haven't shown him on anything in, like, a decade. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, and we know that uh, what's his name isn't going to want to do anything because he Mustafa Ali's trying to get out of his contract, so they're just letting him sit out and write out his his contract at this point. Hey, the man's still getting paid, so well, if he's not already <clears throat> met his downside guarantee, uh, true, true. If he's met that already, he'll just be sitting there not getting paid, just what well, he already has, just like with uh, FTR did. True. So, but yeah, that that would be my other prediction for the quote unquote group of attackers. Okay, I do like that. I do like that. So, real quick, think. Actually, how many more matches do we have on there? Uh, two more. All right, go for it. All right. So, uh, second to last match listed here, and this is pretty good match looking on paper, but you know what happens in the rings in their story. Uh, La Knight versus Gunther, aka Big Daddy Walter. <clears throat> I hate that name change. Oh, it's almost as good as the only one. Oh, did you hear about what they wanted to call him? What they what they trademarked? Uh, apparently, his name that it, they really yeah. one trademark apparently was the same name as a Nazi U boat captain. Yeah, I remember hearing about <laughs> that. And um, they're like, um, "Do we really want to make the Austrian guy have a a, a known Nazi U boat captain's name?" Look, as long as they this didn't drop the last name, as long as they didn't wait and like name them something like Wiener Schnitzel or or Baklava or whatever, you hey, know, I'm I, good. I still say he should come out to to the Tralala song by Gunther. Gunther coming out to the song by Gunther. Ooh, she touched my Tralala. My ding ding dong. Wow. I'm sorry. Listeners, if this sounds like it's going way... How much of a pissed off look do you think he'd have on his face? Because that is totally opposite of his gimmick of the Matt is sacred. Look, as long as they don't dress him up in the clothes ideas that they had for FTR. The Lederhosen and the, the big clocks. And the hats and the makeup and make him extremely flamboyant. The second coming of Rico. Yikes. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And you know, once once he beats you, you're his bitch. So Hydrant style. Yeah. In the bathroom. Michael Cole. Yep. 
Actually, no, 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 no. Okay, so one day we are going to have to do an episode on weird wrestling gimmicks we'd like to see on people, but this isn't the time right now. <laughs> so, Christine, what is your prediction for this match? I think Walter. Um, I still I can't. It's going to be a very long time before I can start doing Gunther. Um but I think he walks out with this. And I, I think LA Knight is headed up to the main roster, possibly as soon as the Raw after Mania. Honestly, I can see that. I really can. Uh, Monkey, what is your prediction? Well, mine is kind of the opposite direction here on this one. I see LA Knight winning it and Gunther going to the main roster. Or Walter, Gunther, Tralala, where they decide to call him when he goes on the main roster. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy G, you know, him and Shorty can tag him up. They can be the G's, you know. Oh, jeez. Exactly. That's why I said, oh, jeez. <sighs> but, yeah, that, that that's my prediction because there has been talk that they wanted to move him up to main roster as, as early as last year. They wanted to move him up to main roster, but they wanted him to at least get some, quote-unquote, U.S. airtime, and the only way they were going to do that is by putting him on normal NXT or NXT 2.0. So... <sighs> All right, so that's the 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 thought I have, and you know, if he loses and Imperium loses, good chance that they're going to get pushed to the main roster. And I agree with that, <clears throat> but I don't know how quickly WWE wants to pull the trigger on moving Imperium and Walter, sorry, Gunther, uh, Gutenheim, whatever the bloody hell they're going to name him <laughs> next. Farfet Nugent. Farfet Nugent. Yes. Volkswagen. He's going to come out wearing little holes in a little hat and I will sing my little German dance for you. Yeah, I can see that happening. They're going to give him some crazy gimmick and he's going to come out as the Wiener Schnitzel King and have like a crown with a big giant bratwurst on it just because it's WWE and they like doing dumb stuff like that. But anywho. Big G. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, and and also that sets up for LA Knight to to be in the hot picture against if my other prediction goes right, the NXT champion. Ah, uh, that is true. That is true. All right, so my prediction on this one, honestly, I think LA Knight is going to lose because I don't think they want to pull the trigger on getting Imperium and Walter up to the main roster just yet. Because they, it's becoming oversaturated. Now, granted, mm-hmm. with the potential of the WWE heavyweight title and the universal title becoming one big title again, and the idea of a draft possibly going away, because you have to think, they're going to start, if they're unifying the main belts, starting with the... Universal and the world title. Eventually, I have a feeling that all the belts will be unified at one point or another. Well, the thought process is, is that they can unify the main titles, the the main heavyweight champion, the women's titles, and the tag team titles. They'll keep the subtitles separate, and they yeah. can still have the separate shows. But then they they take the main title people and move them back and forth to shows. Yep, that would be the the best possible thing, but. Best possible and actual being, you know, not in WWE's category books. 
Yes, because as we know, in WWE, logic is dead, and Vince McMahon is the devil. Anyways, so... No, he isn't. He's the boss. Have you seen his new shirt? Hey, pal. Oh, dear you God. You've seen the shirt, right, Christine? He has a shirt. Yes, I've seen it. Look up Vince McMahon's shirt real quick. New Vince McMahon shirt. Take a look at this. Oh, God. And this is why I'm saying it, Vince McMahon is the devil. It is something else. You, nobody's going to wear these shirts, like, outside of maybe WrestleMania weekend. Like, I can't see anybody being legitimately caught dead in that on a normal basis. Honestly, now, if it didn't have Vince's face, like, huge <sighs> on there... Just having what the saying is, and Monkey seeing how you brought it up. Go ahead and read that. Okay, is this the one with the kind of like the Obey one, or there's like a bunch of different shirts on here? So it should be a Vince McMahon one where it shows him with devil horns, and it has a. It should be one of the newest T-shirts because it just came out. Yeah, it came out. Actually, it came out this week. Uh, Monday, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. After after his meeting with Seth Rollins. Yeah. Come on. Load up, damn you. Load up. But while Monkey is doing that... Ah, congratulations. Uh, I am. You know what? I would wear that shirt. You found the one person that would wear that shirt. All right. I would wear that More shirt. More power to you, my friend. Hey, come on. I, I used to wear a shirt I got from a website called t-shirthell.com that, that, that said, you know, I support single moms and has a silhouette of a, of a, of a dancing lady with a pole. Which will Sorry. not allude to what that means for those who are extremely young listening to the show, which at this point, hopefully you're not because, good Lord, I don't want any upset parents calling me, emailing me. But if you have to email me, please email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at PlaceCheshire. And also follow me on the Facebook group page, Cheshire's Place, The Looking Glass and Illogical Madness. Yes, I know, shameless plugs, but... And gives ideas. Yeah. Running- that was smooth. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I do what I can. That's why I'm the melodious one. I could just make a transition happen. Anyways, shut up, monkey. (laughs) I saw that look. (laughs) Anyways, read what's on that shirt. I already read it. What was it again? Uh, Some people think I'm an asshole. Congratulations, I am. Thanks, pal. Telling you. I, I would wear that shirt. I would rock it. See, the thing is, people... It's not even what it says. It's it's a... Big-ass face on it. That's a great shirt. See, the thing is, people wouldn't wear it for the Vince McMahon face. That's just a bonus. Exactly. It's the saying. Because everyone wants to say that. At some point or another, people want to say that. You know it would be really awesome? It's on the back of the shirt. It says, now that's good shit, pal. That would rock. You could probably add it. Ooh, screen printing. Let's go to it. Anyways, so final match. Final match of Stand and Deliver is Dolph Ziggler, the NXT champion, versus Braun Breaker. All right. Christine, what is your prediction? Braun Breaker's family is likely to be at ringside. Um, This is his big moment. He's going to win the title back. Dolph Ziggler is going back to the main roster. You'd probably be forgotten in mid-card hell again. Yeah. Or, in my thought process, Dolph Ziggler retains. And Braun Breaker goes to the main roster 
on the next draft. Now, this is where the other thing kind of goes back to when I said or Gunther is going to lose against LA Knight, so then LA Knight will challenge Dolph Ziggler for his title again. You know and what? Win it that, at that point. That actually makes sense. Long-term booking, pal. You know, something that WWE really fails at, but yeah, AEW seems yeah. to be doing for years upon years for their long-term booking, and somehow it makes sense. Well, with AEW, it doesn't really make sense. It's just that Tony Khan's like, well, I already had this planned. I'm not going to change it because somebody got injured or had a kid or decided to take a nap for a week. Still as long works. as I don't fire them, they're, they're still in line to get that. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know what my prediction would be on this. Because I could see Dolph retaining and L.A. Knight taking the title. Or even Gunther. You know, granted, heel versus heel, but they would probably make Dolph look a little more face in that one. But I could also see Braun retaining. Or regaining. Yeah, regaining. You you know what? Braun retains being Braun with his Steiner Wrath. Yeah. He learned from his uncle. He's like, I got a 22.5% chance of winning this title, even though it's just me against Ziggler. And then Ziggler's got Bobby Roode at ringside. I got my dad at ringside. I got my uncle at ringside. And he's really good at math, too. So we're going to win this title. Woo! Yeah, you sure man. you didn't have aneurysm while saying all that? You probably did. I know. I have a 188% chance and three-thirds of, of a fourth of a quarter to win this title. Oh, my God. Yeah, pal. Perfect. Woo. Where's my hook? My yeah, it checks out. You know what? The math checks out. I, I think the cider I, math checks out. I think I am suffering from an aneurysm because my nose is bleeding. <laughs> Anyways, it isn't actually bleeding, but at that point, just listening to Steiner math is just very, yeah, it, it hurts. So, <clears throat> all right. So, we have covered stand and deliver. Stand it and deliver. So, now we have to cover WrestleMania. Do we have to? Really? Do, do we really, really have to? Unless if you want to do this as a two-parter, and unfortunately, I work tomorrow, you work tomorrow, Christine is busy. I don't... Th- this is the time to do it. I mean... <sighs> I suppose. It, it's now or never. <laughs> yeah, because uh, right now, we're at one hour and 32 minutes. Oh, monkeys. We could actually do this. Remember, we have up to two hours and 30 minutes to actually record. Before- we got to. All right, let's, we let's, do we do got this. So let's go ahead and discuss night one of WrestleMania. Well, let's just throw it all together as one one thing. So let's right. run through the list. So all right, so we'll run through the list. Quick predictions. Now, granted, some of these matches we are going to get in depth because they don't make any damn sense. Mm-hmm. And we, as always, we have to be honest about awesome. our opinions. So. If we're going to go with night one running down, the first match on the list is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title. Christine, your predictions. I this For me, you're never going to avenge what happened at SummerSlam, um, but this is a great moment for Bianca to get a, a win on the big stage again. Um and possibly for Becky Lynch to take a little bit of a break um, and come back as the Becky Lynch that the crowd obviously wants to cheer. You know what? I'll go with that. Monkey? Uh, well, I would say this much. I would say Bianca Belair was probably going to win it, but Becky Lynch is going to maintain the title because she's probably going <clears> to <throat> get disqualified because with the way it went on Raw, we're... Or Bianca Belair cut her hair. Becky Lynch is probably going to hit her with something. 
and try to cut off her, her tail, probably even get part of it off of her. And that will cause the disqualification on Becky Lynch. But she'll maintain the title, and that way it sets up for her against the, the other women's champion later for Summers or Survivor Series. Yeah. So my prediction is going to be Bianca winning and regaining the title. So I can see that happening, but Monkey, you did bring up some very good points on that. All right. Next match to discuss, The Miz and Logan Paul teaming against the the father-son duo of Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Christine, we're starting with you. What is your prediction for this match? I think it's going to be the Mysterios. Um, I don't think that the crowd would handle Logan Paul winning very well. Um, And also, being that they stole Ray's mask, um, I think the go-home match shows that Mysterios are going to take this one. All right. Monkey, what's your prediction? Same. It's, it's going to be the Mysterios, uh, Ray and Dominic Guerrero, you know, beating The Miz and Logan Paul. <laughs> because, you know, that's just how it's going to work. All right. So I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. Uh-oh. Because I'm going to say that Miz and Logan Paul are going to win due to some cheap shenanigans. And somehow that's going to be the catalyst for Dominic to turn on Ray and actually start that program. The one that they've been playing for the last five years. Yes. Probably even longer, <laughs> you know. But I have a Honestly, feeling that's, that's a solid pick. You know what? Because I just have that feeling that it's going to happen because Ray's about to retire. Right. Dominic still needs some seasoning. You know, maybe they should move him to NXT. Give him a double. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that too. But the idea of Dominic turning on his father winning against him, and then taking the mask. I can see that happening. And this would be the perfect match to be the catalyst. Well, and WrestleMania is all about those big, memorable moments, and nobody would forget the day that Dom turned on his dad. Exactly. Exactly. All right, next match. Seth Rollins versus an opponent that Vince McMahon is going to choose. Now, Christine, what are your thoughts on this one? I think I'm the only person in the world right now that just does not want it to be Cody Rhodes. I don't. I still don't want Cody to go back to the WWE. Um, I, I want him to find his way back to either AEW or Ring of Honor or something. I, I fear for him on the WWE roster. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that it is entirely possible that it is Shane McMahon. True, because that was one of the initial plans. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Monkey, your prediction. Well, I would say this much, and, and it's it's kind of a, a, a thing I don't want to say, because regardless of who, who it's going to be, they're probably going to win against Seth Rollins, which because it's supposed to be a big debut or a surprise match either way so whether it's Cody even though he he has officially signed with them a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago he has officially signed with WWE um but if it's not Cody if it is Shane they're gonna have him win over Seth Rollins which will then be kind of the if I remember correctly the actual first Wrestlemania Seth Rollins loses yeah yeah he's won everyone who's Wrestlemania matches I believe now here's some things that are interesting (laughs) 
And these are things that were covered not only on Wrestle Talk, but what culture and a few other wrestling sites on YouTube. Number one, Cody, and it has been reported that Cody Rhodes has pulled out of the match against Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't get a chance. Well, also- oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was going to say, it's also been reported as recently as this evening that Cody may not have actually signed. Right. Um, and that they're still going back and forth over it. Um, and that it is possible that, like you said, he has not only pulled from the match, but pulled from signing altogether. Right. And that leads to the second one because it has been reported as of yesterday that Shane McMahon is back with WWE. So it does lead me to believe that Shane McMahon is going to be the chosen wrestler of Vince McMahon, which would make sense. Oh, my son Mm -hmm. screwed up during the Royal Rumble. Let him redeem himself. So I see that type of angle going. Yeah. Now, granted, they could swerve us one more time and have someone completely different. Ron Brick. What if it's Undertaker? No, they wouldn't yeah. do Undertaker. <laughs> you Actually, never know. Triple H is his, his retirement match because he is no. officially retired. No. No, no. Hear- he legitimately can't. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Who's the one wrestler that is a high prospect that's supposed to be coming to WWE? Gable Stevenson. Mm, true. Oh. What if? Now, th- I have three thoughts on this. One, Gable Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Aside, also, Shane McMahon, Gable Stevenson. And the third one, Harland. True. Destroyer of Gods. But then he is technically mm-hmm. still kind of on NXT 2.0, even though they haven't done anything with him. And Joe gets the other, and they're trying to get whatever Draco Malfoy guy on their team, whatever. Yeah. But those are my three predictions. I'm going to go with mainly my first and second, either Gable Stevenson or Shane McMahon. Those are my two predictions on that one. All right. Next match. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this goddamn match, honestly. <laughs> Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. For the 800th time this week. Yeah. You sure this week? I'm thinking like in the past couple of days, but Christine, what is your thoughts on this one? Drew McIntyre wins this. Um, Corbin can fully afford the loss um, and just go pick on some other baby face. Um, but I think that McIntyre needs this uh, to get back into, to get away from from Corbin and back into the title picture. Right. Yeah. Monkey, your thoughts? Same is is going to be Corbin getting the loss. And I'm going to say at the end of the match when McIntyre wins, Corbin is going to beat up Madcap afterwards because he has not been finding yeah. it funny recently. Yeah. Which either will turn Corbin face, which he doesn't make a good face, or turn Madcap face. Let's just start a program with those two of them, and yeah. which no one will care about, and it'll just disappear. So, yep. All hmm. right. The next match is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships: The Usos versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Christine, what are your thoughts on this match? The Usos retain. Um, it 
as much as Boogs and Nakamura are very entertaining, um, it makes zero sense for them to be the two that that take the titles off of them. And I, I don't, I don't want to see Nakamura as a tag team. I want him back as a singles competitor with Boogs either by a side as a sidekick or splitting those two apart somehow. Okay. Okay. Monkey, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, I would say the Usos retain and it's going to be a breakup of Nakamura and Boogs. Because that's kind of what they've been kind of setting up here. They've been buddy-buddying recently. And what is WWE thought process? Once they become super buddies, they become enemies. So, you know, it's the biggest trope of WWE because they did not get tag teams whatsoever. Every every possible scenario relating to tag teams, especially if they're just randomly put together and all of a sudden they work, outside of RK-Bro, which we're going to talk about them here in a bit, they always break them up. Either it's amicable or it's some type of heel turn somewhere. Mm-hmm. So the Usos are going to retain because as long as Roman retains, which we'll get to that here in a minute, then they're going to retain. Right. And from there, there's a possibility that the bloodline will increase its members. So that's Soa Sokoa possibly coming in. And also probably other individuals. But, yep. Usos will win. And Boogs and Nakamura will end up splitting. And I have a feeling it would be Nakamura turning heel. Because Boogs is way too lovable of a guy. And I'd be all for that. I think a lot of people would, honestly. Because we miss having our Japanese overlord be the dominant individual that he was. Mm-hmm. All right. Now switching from our Japanese overlord to our plastic bane of existence, we are going to be talking about the SmackDown women's championship, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. And I'm sure you can guess which one is the bane of my existence. <laughs> Jimmy Uso. Yes. Anyways, Christine, what is your prediction for this match? Uh, I honestly, I have waffled back and forth on this so many times um, because we don't know the terms of Rousey's current deal with WWE. We don't know if she signed a long-term contract again, um, if this is kind of a a one-off to get her, you know, another WrestleMania. Um, We nobody really knows how long she's sticking around after this. Um, I will say if she loses, she's gone almost immediately. Um, If, if she wins, it might be until one of the next like quote, big four pay-per-views in which she'll drop the title then and leave. Um, I, I think that they're going to hand this one to Rousey though, just because (sighs) WrestleMania 35, um, her shoulders were not, you know, they had that kind of controversial finish where her shoulders may or may not have been on the mat uh, when Becky became Becky Two Belt. Right. Um, I think this is kind of maybe to redeem that loss. Um, and I, so I think Rousey takes this because Charlotte doesn't need the title. Right. 
All right, Monkey, your thoughts and prediction on this one? Pretty much the same thing, but and then this goes back to my other prediction from earlier, where Rousey's going to win the title, and then they're going to face each other at Survivor Series or a potential quote-unquote unification women's title match between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. I like it. I like it. Now, this is something, once again, playing devil's advocate. No. But not in the sense of Charlotte winning. Because I have my prediction that Ronda is going to win. But recently, WWE has shown a vignette series of people getting ready for WrestleMania. And recently, they showed the vignette of Ronda Rousey, you know, getting ready for her match against Charlotte with Shayna Baszler. Because, you know, four horsewomen at MMA, they're best friends. Shayna Baszler is one of the top catch-as-catch-can wrestling stars ever known. I mean, she was trained by Billy Graham. She was trained by J- uh, Josh Barnett, the War Horse. So, War Horse, my not yes. not that War no. Horse. No, no, sorry, not War Horse. War Master. Josh Barnett is the War Master. Josh, I apologize for ruining your your moniker. Please He's do not kill me. He's I will hide. Like, you think I rule ass? Is what you're trying to say? But anyways, my prediction is Ronda is going to win. Shayna is going to turn on Ronda on an episode of SmackDown, setting up a program between those two, best friend versus best friend. Ronda will retain, and then the unification match will happen. I can see it. I, can see I don't it. hate that. Because just seeing that vignette, it just planted a seed in my mind because, you know, Here's Shayna talking about how, you know, it'll be wonderful to see her best friend win the title again. And she's being all supportive, helping her train. What if Shayna turned around like, I helped you improve. I taught you Mm -hmm. what you now know. I can take that knowledge and warp it around you. And I will show that I am the dominant horsewoman of MMA. Yeah, I can see that happening. August. <coughs> so, Excuse me. Oh, go ahead, monkey. <coughs> I was gonna say, considering there's only two of them left, uh, you know. Yeah, right now there is. I mean, Jessamine and Mira are not there. And Mira, Marina's in. Marina, yeah. In in AEW now. Yep, yep, yep. So that that's my prediction. You know, playing a little bit of devil's advocate on that one. But anyways, the final <laughs> segment of night one is the main event. Stone Cold Steve Austin showing up on the Kevin Owens show. Now, there's been some interesting information on this. Of course, we all know that Stone Cold Steve Austin wants to wrestle another match. You know, a lot of people are saying that he's in the best shape of his life. You know, he's ready to go. Starting off with you, Christina, Christine, what is your prediction for this? So, it it's going to be the KO show. It's not going to be a match to begin with. Um, It's going to be the KO show. KO is going to attempt to interview Stone Cold. Stone Cold is going to have absolutely nothing to do with it. He's going to hit him with a stutter. We're going to crack some beers, go off the air with the, oh, hell yeah. And then KO is going to come out pissed off night two, demanding a match. Sounds very logical. You know what? I actually like that. I actually like that because if you think about it, it makes sense. Right. 
So, Monkey, what is your and, prediction? Oh, go ahead, Christina. Oh, I was just going to add one thing. It gives you the big, you know, feel-good, super memorable moment Saturday night to close out the show. Sunday, if they do do a match, KO is going to beat the shit out of Stone Cold um, and just get all that heel heat on him. You know, I could see that. So, going to you, Monkey, what is your thought on this? All right, well, my thought, excuse me on that. I don't want to cut that, but okay. My thought is, it's going to go like this. They're going to start off with the KO show. Austin's going to come out. Austin's going to be like, I want to beat you up. I'm going to kick your ass. KO's like, no, 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 no. This is just a talk segment. And then he's going to try talking to him some. And, of course, the the crowd's going to get their, their what's in there. And then when, when Austin basically goes, you know what? Screw it. I don't want anything to do with this. And turns around to leave. Owens is going to try to grab him and spin around and try to hit for a stunner. But Stone Cold's going to block it and then kind of hit him a couple of times, stomp him in the corner some, and then, you know, do the uh, the, 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 the two-finger salute. And then we'll pill him up and hit him the, with the stunner, have a couple beers, and go home. That's my thought on it. <clears throat> so my thought on it, and because the thing is, if Stone Cold wants a match you know that they're going to give him a match. Yeah. My thing is, and all this is going to happen on night one. He's going to come out after, you know, KO makes his little spiel, wants to talk to Stone Cold. Stone Cold's going to come out, and then they're going to get into a back and forth. Stone Cold's going to wreck the set of the KO show. A ref's going to come out. They're going to have their match. KO's going to try to go for the stunner. Austin's going to block, do his thing, and hit KO with the stunner. One, two, three. Match is over. But the twist is, while Stone Cold's trying to have a couple of Steve Weisers, Owen attacks Austin, and then he gets the heel heat on him for being cowardly and attacking Stone Cold while his back was turned. Well... I would say that would kind of work if there was a middle segment. But remember, WrestleMania yeah. is all about sending them home happy. True. So at the yep. end, if it happens, true, true. it will be Stone Cold being victorious. The, 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 the send-off for the night. Yeah. It's still one of those things that you have to think. Most stupendous WrestleMania and, you know, things for shock value. You know, th- th- that's just me looking into it. Now, granted, yeah, safe money would be having Steve o- Austin be victorious in whatever they decide to do. Right. But for shock value, they would actually have KO do something that would get major heat on them. Something diabolical, something crazy. And that's Or if they do have a match, do they do it on the Raw after Mania? <laughs> so my thing is... Like, honestly, I don't think that they would do a Stone Cold match the Raw after Mania. Try to pop a rating? Well, they could. They could. But I think if they did the match the night, you know, during WrestleMania, have Stone Cold show up the night after WrestleMania and something happened there, if Stone Cold is still ready to go, they can have Stone Cold on for limited showings leading up to the next pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Possibly. That so, sounds nominable. Because you have to think, you know, long-term booking here. 
That's that's a big word. Yeah. One that WWE really <laughs> understands. But that's a big word for Omo. Almost has that. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Anyways. Long booking. But like my overall thought process. I will not. My house. See, my overall process is, you know, night one, Austin, you know, yeah, yeah, Steve Weiser's blah, blah. KO attacks him. That leads to Raw, where Austin gets retribution. It sets up that storyline leading to the next pay-per-view. Why is Mason T-Bar going to be in there? Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's not go with them. Anyways, <laughs> night two of... On the night two. Yeah, on the night two. So, night two of WrestleMania, for the first part of this list, we have to talk about the um, unification title match. Roman Reigns being the universal champion versus Brock Lesnar being the WWE heavyweight champion. Christine, your thoughts and predictions on this match. Roman retains. Um, I I just don't I don't see them taking the title off of him yet. I I think he's maybe got another year left in this run. I think they're going to try to make it quite possibly one of the longest runs in history. Um, or at least of the modern era. I, yeah. I I do have my doubts though that they're actually unifying the titles. So I'm glad you brought that up because they did show like for um, a decoration for the Raw after WrestleMania what mm-hmm. could possibly be the new design for the unified title. Which it looks like the okay. heavyweight title with the with the WWE logo, but instead of it being red on the little bottom part, it's blue showing that it's a unified title. Mm-hmm. So I do have a feeling they are going to unify the titles because you also have to think, why have it unified under someone that's a part-timer? Right. That's just it. So, Monkey, what is your thoughts on this? All right. So my thoughts on this is Roman Reigns is going to maintain and win and become the unified champion. And this is kind of called back to kind of what you said from night one, but if that surprise opponent turns out to be Gable Stevenson. Gable Stevenson's going to come out saying, I want that belt to Roman Reigns. Yes. So if he's, either way, I'm assuming Gable Stevenson's going to show up during this match specifically. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen at least for, for WrestleMania. You know what? I actually like that. <clears throat> I like that. Now, I'm going to agree with you and Christine on this that Roman is going to win. Because once again, it wouldn't make sense for Brock to win because he is a part-timer. We don't know the extent of what this current contract is, just like Rousey. Right. We don't know if it's going to be a long-term contract, which granted, he's been showing up on Raw and SmackDown extremely frequently. And house shows, which is very surprising because that was one of his almost nevers for him before. Exactly. So my thing is, we don't know the extent of his contract. Now, if somehow he is back to being a full-timer, then I would understand, you know, big, big match Brock winning and becoming the unified champion. If he was a full-timer. But as of right now, my prediction is Roman because we do not know the contract status of Brock Lesnar. I mean, he could easily leave, like, the Raw after WrestleMania, and we'll never see him for, like, another three to five years. 
Well, that doesn't stop him from leaving if he wins also. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That, not like that hasn't happened before. Yeah. I mean, CM Punk, anyone? Yeah, sure, sure. All right. Uh, Ric Flair? Yep. Yep. Quite, quite a few. Um, Alondra Blaze? Yep. <laughs> His little trash can. Here you go. Yep. <clears throat> Let's goes on. All right. So, <laughs> next match that we have to discuss Edge versus AJ Styles. Christine, your predictions on this match? Oh, this one's hard because I don't want either one to take the loss. Um, <clears throat> however, I do think that just given, you know, the attacks on Styles and, and you know, the, the concertos and all of this, I think that Edge is going to succeed in pulling out the hit bull uh, version of Styles um, and it's going to backfire on him. Um, and I think AJ Styles is going to pick up the win on this one. Okay, I like it. I like it. Monkey, your thoughts for this one? And once again, Christine is, is stealing my, my brain processing. Um, yeah, I would say AJ Styles is going to win this title, this match. Not title, it's just a match. Um, so the, should be he, for a title. Should be for title mm. of craziest old guy still in the ring. Um, which, yeah, AJ Styles will probably win it um, because of the fact that he is the quote-unquote main competitor as opposed to Edge technically being a part-timer, as we've, we've mentioned before. So it would give more reason for him to win, and also since he is the one that's coming into this match as the babyface at this point. And again, with, with WWE WrestleMania, a good majority of it that they like to do is to try to keep the crowd happy, at least setting them home happy and even though that's not the main event match, that still will be a, a main show part, and that's what people are going to remember. So, I see this one or two ways happening. Either A, AJ does take it, you know, being the baby face. But I also see the possibility of Edge taking it. Now, hear me out, because, you know, this is, like, fans wanted to see this match for years. Right. You know, ever since AJ came to WWE, ever since Edge returned from his neck injury for how many years? Uh, 11 years, I believe. So this has been touted in the back of fans' minds for a very long time. And, and not just the fans' minds, but AJ and Edge, both of them said they wanted to face each other. So my thing is, as much as I'd like to see AJ win, mm-hmm. as much as I'd like to see Edge win, and I think y'all know where I'm going with this. Samoa Joe's going to come out and win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no. Oh, Although that would be awesome. It goes to a draw. Mm. They have those in WWE? Oddly enough, yes. It's only uh, if they I... if they forget what happens and they just said the match is a draw. Yeah, pretty much. Because we don't want you to commit, commit felonious assault. True. All right, Christine, what is your thought I on could... that? I, I could see that. It's just going to, they're just absolutely annihilating each other. And it just, it comes down to the ref stopping it. Um, I could also see um, Edge just being, getting really frustrated um, that he's not able to put AJ away. His plan is backfiring on him and resorting to another concerto um, to get DQ'd. That I can see. I didn't even think about that. So, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities with this one. Or... Dun, dun, dun. All right, what you got? AJ hits that weird, you know, neckbreaker thing off of the uh, fireman's carry. Edge 
is, you know, not moving. AJ freaks out. The ref freaks out. Age, and Ed, AJ and is going back and forth. And then Edge hits him with the most dangerous move in sports entertainment history. The surprise roll-up? Yep. Actually, I could see that, too. I could see that, too. That would be such a hill tactic to do. You know what? I wouldn't even be mad at that because it's sound booking. I, I couldn't be mad at that. Hey, you popped me just now. Like, I, I would have probably the same reaction watching the show. It's like, it's like, oh, my God, Edge is dead. Edge is dead. Edge is dead. What's going to happen when you get the ambulance, get the people? And, and then, boom. AJ is trying to apologize. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he grabs him, pulls him over, no. pins him. Yep, I, I can see the that. surprise roll up with the feet on the rope. Yes, yes, there we go, there we go. So for this one, I think we can all agree that it can go a lot of different ways. This yeah. is going to be the one that's going to be unpredictable. Yes, yes. All right, so continuing on, and we have the fatal four way for the women's tag team title. Ooh, can, can I announce the teams? Can I announce the teams? Wait, 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 wait. Because before you do that, I want to get my personal thought already about this match. Uh, okay, I don't know what the hell that was, but okay. Scary as hell. Oh. Anyways, let's go. All right, so we got the, the reigning tag team women's champions of Team Female Sparkly. Um, and then we got the, the team of uh, Team Athletic, which is Sasha Banks and Naomi. We got Team... Team Rocker, which is Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, and Team Shooter of Natalia and Champlain. Basil. <laughs> Christy, your thoughts on this show, on this one, on this ep, on this one. You know what? What are your thoughts and predictions? What I see on paper. Team Sparkly, Team Team Athletic, Team Rocker, Team Team Shooter. You're not wrong. Um, it's it's sad considering all the people that like the star power that's in this match. Um, I could care less about this one. Mm-hmm. I to be honest with you, the setup for it has just been it's been awful. Um, it's literally four slapped together teams right. that, um, you know, as of. A few months ago, none of these people were part of a tag team. Right. Other than um, Selena and Carmela, that was a slap together team at the time as well. And they haven't been a part of a tag team that long either. What, since the very end of last year? Right. Yeah. Um, I, Selena and Carmela are going to retain it, I think. Um, and I don't know, maybe something happens after the week after Mania. I don't know. The, this could be a kickoff match for me, to be honest, and that's sad considering the caliber of talent that's in this match. Right. These women deserve better. Right, and, and just looking at all the people in this this match, only two of them have not been some type of champion, and that's Liv Morgan and actually just Liv Morgan. Yeah, because yeah, Naomi's been world champion, uh, Sasha Banks has been a women's world champion and tag champion, Rhea Ripley's been world champion and tag team champion. Both Natalia and yep. Shane Baszler have both been tag team champions, and Shane Baszler has been NXT Women's Champion before. So, yeah, the only one that is coming out into this match that has not had a title so far is Liv Morgan. All right, so or do they pull the trigger on Rhea and Liv just to rectify that? Right, and and then outside that, the only other team that they would probably give the win to 
would probably be Sasha Banks and Naomi, just so Naomi can put down on her resume she won the women's tag team titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that would be the only thing she hasn't had other than, you know, raw tag team. Best. So that actually leads up to my prediction that it's going to be, now granted, Sasha and Naomi were, in fact, part of Team Bad. Right. Which also had Tamina part of it. So mm-hmm. I can see them winning because, you know, Sasha, Naomi, baby faces, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I'm going to agree with you, Christine. I don't care about this match. I really don't. Because there was no real buildup to it. There's there's nothing that gets me invested in the match overall. It came down to, we need a women's tag team title match. Okay, let's throw Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan together as a tag team. Now they're going to have a title match. Oh, now let's put Naomi and Sasha Banks together as a team. They're going to be part of the match. And now let's throw Shayna Baszler and, and Talia in there because... You know, uh, Sonya Deville doesn't like Naomi, so and they be Naomi, so they should be in there too. Yeah, see, I'm I, I can't be invested in this match, honestly. I don't I don't care who wins in this match because mm-hmm. it's just sloppy. None of us win. That's why. None exactly, <laughs> exactly. None of us win on this one. Not us as the fans. Not them as the performers. Right. You mm-hmm. know. If this was established women's teams, then I would care. And it sounds like you have an idea, Christine. What is it? Nope. I just needed to clear my throat. Oh, okay. All right. So away from that travesty, mm-hmm. you know, there's plenty of other words I could easily use for that match. I'm just going to call it a travesty. We move to what I would like to consider going to be one of the most entertaining matches of night two, and that is Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Christine, what is your thoughts and predictions for this match? I'm so looking forward to this, and I only because Pat McAfee is such a damn national treasure. Yes, he is. Um, however, I do believe Austin Theory is going to pick up the win on this. Pat McAfee doesn't eat it; he's going to go right back to commentary, um, and it helps to further, you know, Austin Theory being Vince's golden child. Um, and it it gives him a, a win on, on the biggest stage of them all. Um, but it's it's going to be highly entertaining. And I think Pat Maxey is going to give him a run for his money. You know, I agree. I really do agree. Monkey, what is your prediction on this one? I'm in the same boat. It's going to be a really good match, just like with Pat McAfee when he wrestled uh, Adam Cole. It's going to be a good match. It's going to probably pull a lot of things that a lot of people wouldn't expect out of Pat McAfee. But, you know, considering he's been trained by Rip Rogers, you know, he's got something for him. And then just giving Austin Theory the win because it's something that Austin Theory does need and he needs that push because he's kind of been on a back-and-forth win-loss losing streak. And he needs to be pushed to set him up for as a future world title contender. And that's what needs to be done for Austin Theory. And as even as Jim Cornette says, this kid is a natural in the ring, and he's only like what twenty three, twenty four years old. Twenty three, and he's mm-hmm. he's just a natural. And uh, Pat McAfee, yeah, he's he took to it pretty well too. But you know, Pat McAfee is, is just a lot more entertaining on the mic, and as you know, a, a commentator. And as much as I would like to see him wrestle more, him being on the commentary booth is makes most of the shows actually enjoyable to watch at that point. So I'm going to agree with both of y'all that, A, this match is going to be epic. It's going to be highly entertaining. It's going to be very competitive. 
But at the end of it, we all know Austin is going to win it. You know, both well, of y'all are... You know they're in his town, obviously. Yeah. Now, mind you, yeah, Pat doesn't need the victory. Right. You know, he'll, he will go back to commentary. But also, there's a part of me that, A, wants Pat to win. Right. And, B, if he does win, there has to be some type of redemption match for Austin to get him back in the good graces of Vince McMahon. Well, you know, there'll just be an afterbirth, AEW style. Yeah, true, true, true. (laughs) But anyways, we can all agree that Austin's going to win this match. Right. And he should win. He he should win, but, you know, WWE logic, lack of logic, you know, what, you know. I have a feeling that Pac McAfee would win it. Even though Austin should win it, you know, the booking is there. He is a natural in the ring. But just knowing WWE, I think that Pat will probably take it. Sure. Even though Austin should, Pat will probably be the one to win. No, no, this is unlike the, the, the previous match we just talked about where we are highly invested and we want to see who wins. Yes. As opposed to, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah we can care less about the flaming... Bag of Poo, which is the women's tag team title match. And that's me saying it lightly because we're still at a PG show. And also, Monkey and Christine haven't used their F-bombs yet, so we're just waiting on that. I'm saying I think we probably have both the same idea we're going to say. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Stop the, invading my mind. <laughs> the next match we're going to... The next match we're going to discuss is Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. The celebrity match for WrestleMania. Now, granted, WrestleMania does have a history of doing celebrity matches. I mean, Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather, Kane versus Drew Carey. Uh, having Jon Stewart involved in matches, Kevin Federline versus John Cena. The list goes on and on. This is this year's special attraction. Let's be realistic, seeing how wrestling is related to the carnivals and circus. This is the freak show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, mind you, if you do not agree that this match is going to be the freak show that it is because, you know, Johnny Knoxville, jackass, done stupid crap all his life, and that's the only way he got famous, then, if you want to debate with me, feel free to email me at CheshireLookingGlass at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook at my group page, Cheshire's Place of Looking Glass and Illogical Madness. Also, follow me on Twitter at Place Cheshire. And if you actually want to follow Christine Ann on her Twitter and debate her on how much the drizzling this match is going to be, uh, Christine, how can they find you on Twitter? It is at Christine Juma 05. And that is our segue leading into the discussion of Sammy Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Christina, what and is if your you want to find me on Twitter, you can't because I'm not on Twitter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone else is talking about the Twitter and like, you can't find me. All right, Christine, what is your predictions for this match? Johnny Knoxville is going to do something stupid. Obviously, he's the face of Jackass. Um, he's going to try something that is far beyond his ability in the ring, which is zero. Um, and Sami Zayn is going to pick up a win. Uh, but it, I think it's going to be funny either way. 
Now this this I can even see Johnny Knoxville running from Sammy at some point. This is my prediction on this one. All right, what you got? Johnny Knoxville's gonna win this. And it's gonna be because something or someone else interferes messing with Sami Zayn. Because remember, we gotta continue the Sami Zayn conspiracy theory. And there will probably True. be a point where Johnny Knoxville is going to try to run away from him, and he's going to be running around the ring, and he's going to get into the ring, and when Sami Zayn gets to try to get back in the ring, someone's going to hit him, and then going to cause him to get counted out. And Knoxville will win. You know what? I can actually see it that way. Now, fun little side, side note here. Johnny Knoxville's actually been training with Montez Ford for the match. Which is kind of oh. scary, considering he's... he's, he's Got so many concussions, he probably shouldn't be doing anything other than trying to run away. No, he uh, shouldn't be. Who, Montez with his flying dart ability? No, no, I'm talking about Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> no, Johnny <Yeah>. Knoxville. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is highly true, but the thing is, they have been training together, and Montez has touted Johnny as a quick study, almost like how Bad Bunny was a quick study. So, I can actually see Johnny winning this. And... Once again, I'm going to have to play devil's advocate on this one. It's going to be clean, and it's going to be done with the most devastating move in sports entertainment. Surprise roll up. Surprise roll up. I'm telling you, that's how he's with going. With the feet on the rope. No, no, no. Johnny won't have his feet on the rope because, mind you, he is a face. But I do have a feeling someone is going. Party. True. But I do have a feeling that there is going to be slight interference somewhere. Slight interference. Even just as a distraction. I That's think. what I'm thinking. There's going to be a distraction. Because Ricochet's going to come up and be like, yo, I still have my title. Oh. Yeah, see, see, see. Ideas. Okay, all right. Or Los Authorities is going to come out and like, like our title? Oh, Jesus. Anyways, let's not go that they're gonna far. they're going to need a kiss cam on the title itself. You know, whatever. You had to bring up that damn kiss cam. I mean, it would make sense if they win the title. If they win the title and become co-champions. All right, let's continue on. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> now we're talking about the Raw Tag Team Championships, which is going to be in a triple threat, being RK Bro, the champion, so Orton and Riddle versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Christine, your thoughts and predictions on this match. I think the Street Profits are going to win it. Um, as much as, you know, Alpha Academy probably has more, it has more history with RK Bro. Them winning it kind of furthers that storyline, and I think it's time to go ahead and, and leave the RK Bro Alpha Academy uh, feud behind. And I would just love to see the Street Profits with a big win. Um, I love them. They're so entertaining. And they they legitimately have, like a claim to it. They've beaten them, you know, right before Riddle and, and Orton won the belt. Yeah. Um, and, and they were the ones that RK bro actually accepted their challenge. Alpha Academy just kind of inserted themselves into this one. So I think it's going to be the street profits. It's going to be, that's going to be like your, your big feel, you know, feel good moment of night too. All right. Monkey, your predictions. Well, this one's gonna be is a little hard to call because Street Profits, yeah, though they normally are recognized as a Bayface group, the last couple of rolls they've been kind of touted as more heelish because they're the ones that jumped RK Bro during their match against the the Usos on Raw. So you know, if they win, are they going to treat them as a Bayface win or are they going to treat them as a heel win? That that's that's hard to call. 
So uh, they they are the the tweeners in this match because obviously RK Bro is the main babyface team and Alpha Academy is definitely the main heel team. So it, it's kind of hard to call this one. Uh, personally, I would like to see Alpha Academy win the titles back, and then them having a a lengthy program with the Street Profits, and giving RK Bro some time just to 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 relax them on the side, and wait for them to call their shot later. But that's what I would like to see. But with just how everything else is going. I probably would say RK Bro is going to maintain the titles. So my prediction on this is RK Bro is going to lose the title. To We're, RK Bro. No, no. And it doesn't matter if it's going to be Street Profits or Alpha Academy because it's going to set up one or two things. One, we already know Randy Orton is pretty much battered and bruised. He's right. getting to the end of his career. So mm-hmm. it's either going to take time for him to be away which he needs because he needs to heal or they finally pull the trigger on orton turning on riddle and setting up that program the other way around because there's been talks of riddle being the one that's going to turn on orton you know that's a possibility a heel riddle would be interesting because he he, he's kind of been you know even back when he was because it's randy orton has finally accepted him now it's time for him to pull the the randy orton it would be the ultimate homage to Randy Orton to yep. become the Randy Orton of the match. Yep, the that team. is true. So, regardless... I of think that, if, if either one of them turns, I think it's going to be Riddle. Right. So, my prediction is RK-Bro is going to lose, and that's going to set up the program between Riddle and Orton. And frankly, at this point, I don't really have a personal pick on who I want to win the match. I just want to see the separation of RK-Bro because it's overdue. It's going to be the Imperium's going to come in and take it. You know what? I could actually see that. All right, so the final match that we have to discuss is Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Frankly, in my mind, this match does not exist, so we can skip it if you want. This is the match where I think we both say, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Go ahead, Christine. Your your, your thoughts on how this is going to (laughs) run. Yep. This fucking shit <laughs> doesn't doesn't need to exist. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. This never happened. Omos, Omos is going to sell, and Bobby yep. will get his kicks in, and then Omos will win. Yep. Over. Omos is going to win, and it. I, I just I can't believe that they're going to do Lashley dirty, and I don't like it. Especially since he just came back from that jo- shoulder injury. Right? Yeah. So, I think as a consensus... Actually, I I think there's one more match that's kind of been talked about, but I don't know where they're slating it at. Go ahead. And this is the match that they were supposed to have before the unfortunate injury a couple weeks ago. Um, It was New Day against uh, Seamus Ridge Holland. Or potentially some combination of Seamus Ridge Holland and Butch, one one of those. Because I was looking on the list and I didn't see anything for it. So what if it's a pre-match? I think that might be going on SmackDown. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. So I don't know where it's I think that might be going on SmackDown. (laughs) All right. So I think we're all in consensus that Omos is going to win. Bobby Lashley is going to get screwed over and then... Bobby Lashley to AEW confirmed. Anyways. And then Gunter will come out to Tralala. Jesus Christ. There we go. Sounds good to me. All right. Perfect. Yes. All right, Christine, I would like to thank you for coming back on, especially on short notice for this one, but 
you know, we can't have a pay-per-view review or a pay-per-view prediction show without you. So I thank you very much for coming on to the show tonight. Uh, thank you guys for having me. It's always a blast. Um, and I, I, I just appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's our pleasure. And also to my co-host, my best friend, my brother from another mother, my hetero life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey, for joining us on Traversing the Digital Airwaves once again on a Thursday night. Always good to be here, and thanks again for having me. So this has been another episode of Cheshire's Place, a looking glass and a logical madness. I have been your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. And just like the Cheshire cat, I am everywhere, yet nowhere. Stay tuned for further episodes next week. Thank you.